With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, babe. It's Asia Christina. This is Quality Queen Control. What is happening? Hello, my beautiful angel babies. Hello, hi. Welcome to Quality Queen Control, the podcast. I don't know if I actually said that grammatically correct or not, but nonetheless, I actually am excited to talk about this topic. I promise you, every time I talk about anything on my podcast, like I said in my last one, it is so therapeutic to me. So firstly, let me give you guys a rundown of my week. So I actually was away for a couple of days because I was at one of my friend's Thanksgiving or Friendsgiving, um, Haley. I'm not sure if you guys know her or not, but she is Haley Gamba on YouTube. And she's one of my dear friends and my like my little sister. And I was at her place and it was super fun. And then I also visited my other best friend who also lives close to where she lives as well. So I basically took a couple of days off and I had a very hectic, couple of weeks leading up to this because, you know, I had to make sure I I was getting my hair done and making sure I was preparing everything for when I came back. And like I said, also in my last podcast, the beginning two weeks of November just threw me. I didn't get my life together, I feel like, until the third week of November, which basically was this past one. And now we're heading into the fourth week of November, essentially the latter end. And so I finally feel like everything is back to normal. Today, I want to talk about just a refining journey, okay? Or as some people like to call it, the leveling up journey. But I feel like that's so cliche, so I don't really like to call it that. I call it refinement journey, refinement journey. Yeah, that's how you say it. (laughs) Um, Because there are so many things that I feel like we can discuss about this topic. Number one being, it is an all-around physical, spiritual, mental, emotional, you know, sort of journey, okay? And there will be a ton of different stages throughout this journey. And I think that it's so important for us to have the understanding that not everyone is going to understand where we are at every single point in the journey, okay? People like to complain about the journey, but they don't understand that this is all a part of the process, okay? So we're going to talk about a couple of different things that we are, that you may experience in the refining journey, okay? Number one, you're not selfish for wanting to be treated well. People, we live in a society now where people like to judge people and (laughs) 
I don't understand what the correlation is. It's always people that are doing less, in my opinion, that always want to complain about people that want more or desire more. And they want to project these, I don't know, insecurities, these feelings, their disapproval to other people, for example. So I've said this in a previous video, like a while ago. I'm not upset at someone who wants to date the manager barista of Starbucks. So why is someone upset with me for wanting to date someone that owns their own business or what have you? Why? Where's the issue? Like, I genuinely don't understand. Like, I'm not even on my channel. I don't look down on people who choose a different route than I do. Okay. And I, I maybe I shouldn't even say that want less than I do, but I just don't understand where that sort of, I guess, hate or disapproval comes from. And even though there may not be many that I experience on my channel, I'm very fortunate that it's an extremely positive platform that I have for the most part. And I feel like I get a lot of support from my subscribers and things like that. But I do understand that, especially if you are new to this, okay, you're going to experience some pushback. People are going to tell you, oh, you've changed. And they don't want to make the adjustments to the person that you are becoming to the person that you truly want to be. Okay, and and keep in mind, this also is a sensitive journey. So like I always say, balance in everything and you want to make sure that you're not disapproving of people yourself. One thing that I've always loved about myself is that no matter where I am in my journey, I don't make my friends feel bad for where they are. And I never feel like, oh, well, girl, you need to start doing this because this is how I'm doing it. No. Why? Because I understand that everyone has their own path. Everyone is doing the best they can according to their level of consciousness. And if people have an issue with what you're doing and you're trying to better yourself, we have a problem and it's not in Houston. Okay? You, you, you are not selfish for wanting to be treated well. A lot of guys will make you feel guilty. Oh, well, you have to earn this treatment from me. And and what is with the guys that are so afraid of gold diggers and you don't have gold digger money? <laughs> what is happening? I, I genuinely, I'm confused. I, I really am. And I really don't understand. They, they project. I haven't heard for the most part any guy that has gold digger money complaining about gold diggers. I, I haven't heard it. And in my eyes, well, it ain't tricking if you got it. That's how I think about it. If you have it and you know you can provide for a woman or someone that you actually really want to be with, what is the issue? Guys, it's an ego thing for them, especially. And it makes them feel good to know that they can provide for the woman that they want to be with. Why do you think rappers and everything, guys with money, it doesn't matter what they do for a living. They have money. What do they do? They want to take out a bunch of girls. They want to, I don't know, maybe some of them enjoy going to, you know, the club and buying tables and doing this. Or maybe some guys enjoy taking, you know, women out for lavish dinners and different experiences. Either way, they're spending the money. So where is this fear from certain men that women are gold diggers? How? You don't have anything to take. Stop. So there's that right there. Don't let people guilt trip you into feeling bad about wanting more for yourself. I don't understand that. And you also have to understand, yes, things will get harder when you decide to become more refined. They absolutely will. Okay. People want to guilt trip you with your past. Well, I don't understand what's different now. 
You had no problem eating at Red Lobster for the past three years. Now you think you're better than me because you want to eat at Capitol Grill? You think you're better than me because you want to take lavish trips to Paris and all these things? People are going to make you feel bad because it's highlighting the areas in themselves that they don't feel like they can achieve or that they feel like makes them feel bad because they're not doing it for themselves. And you know what? That sounds like a them problem, not a you problem. At the end of the day, don't let people feel bad. Don't let people make you feel bad for wanting better for yourself. Number two, I want to say, women must have their own money. I know, I talk about men being providers and things like that on my channel, and that still reigns true, okay? I very much do believe that, that that men should be providers, and that's... And, and those are the ways that I am definitely very traditional. Now, I want to say that as I've evolved as an individual, I realize that we now live in a society where it is no longer okay, you know, I don't want to say acceptable, but I want to say it is no longer okay for women to genuinely not make their own money. And there are a plethora of reasons why I feel this way. One being, you don't want to be up under someone 24-7 and not have your own thing, right? Whether that be interest hobbies or anything. We all need a divine purpose. We need something to do. Otherwise you get bored. And what do bored people do? They're gossiping. They're stirring up drama. They're focused on the wrong things. Okay. A lot of the, I want to even argue a lot of the housewives, even though technically what they do, you know, is a career for themselves. A lot of them are in that drama and things like that because, well, they don't really have much to do, much to focus on that much. So they, some of them, I want to say, I don't want to speak for all of them, but people usually that are super gossipy and things like that, a lot of the times have not much to do. Now, again, take what I say very lightly because I do know that many of, many different housewives depending on, I don't know where they're from, there's a bunch of different ones. They have their own businesses and their own success. But for a majority of them, for a lot of them, it usually is they are housewives and they have next to nothing to do and they are in, involved in a lot of unnecessary drama. Again, I'm not speaking for everyone, but the rule still stands. If you are someone that is constantly gossiping about who did what, who's doing who, why she was wearing that hat, her wig looks busted, um, her shoes are fake, her bags are fake, why is she posting this on Instagram? I don't understand things like that because I myself am not a gossipy person. In fact, it makes me uncomfortable when people are gossiping about other people just because I feel like, well, then what are you going to say about me behind my back? Because there's no way that you're talking consistently about people all the time and you're not hoarding thoughts of your own with another person. Like, it's just, to me, it just doesn't work like that. And in addition to that, for someone to be a you know, super tough critic, I know that for themselves, they are a super tough critic as well. So back to what I was saying about women making their own money. Yes, you want to make your own money also because your money is not going to get up and say it doesn't love you anymore. Yes, ladies, you have to have some sort of backup. I would never advise for you to just walk into a situation empty-handed. And believe me, when I was younger, I did some crazy things. I would show up to a date with literally zero dollars. Yeah, okay, zero dollars in my pocket. I don't know. Luckily, I picked guys well enough that I've never had an issue with anyone paying a bill for 
for me or anything like that. Luckily, that was never my struggle. But you never know these days. And it's all it's always important to, you know, one, let someone know where you're going, have your location turned on for, you know, some of your friends or one of your friends, someone that you trust. And also just to have a few dollars on yourself just in case, you know, this guy may do something, may like not pay the bill or things get weird or funny. You want to be able to have, you know, your own transportation back. If you didn't drive yourself, maybe you have an Uber or something like that that you have access to. Whatever the case is, you want to make sure that in any event, you're able to have an escape plan if the date does not go exactly how you intended it. I think it's very important that we realize that you can make your own money and still be able to find a guy to provide for you. Why do people, and I stress this over and over again, I don't understand why people genuinely feel like the two cannot coexist. What? is that about? You can absolutely make your own money and still find a guy that's going to provide for you. I think, if anything, it's very attractive. Now, I'm not saying lead with your money because guys don't care about that. Alpha males don't care about that, I should say. They could care less that you're making $50 million a year. It's attractive, maybe, or maybe it's intimidating. Depends on the individual. But for the most part, I would never lead with that. You know what I mean? You want to step into your femininity. That actually leads me into my point number three. On the refining journey, you're gonna have to get comfortable with being feminine, okay? It's so important that you become okay with letting a man take that provider role. You cannot lead with, I have a master's degree and I've done this, all these different accolades. Good for you, girl. Good for you. And I admire you for that. I admire any woman that's educated and going out and grinding and getting it, doing what they have to do. I really admire that. That's beautiful. But we're not going to lead with that. Why? Because guys really don't care. That's why a millionaire will go meet a waitress at a restaurant and go date her and marry her could care less about the fact that she's making minimum wage. But for a woman, we don't normally do that. We're thinking, oh my gosh, if we're dating this guy, if you're over the age of 25 especially, if you're going to date someone that's a waiter at a restaurant or a barista, it's naturally going to come into your head hmm, how can this person be able to provide for me and my family? If the if the guy that you're with is constantly in and out of employment, how is this person long-term going to be able to provide for your family? They're going to have to either pick up another job or something like that. And I want to, I want to be very clear here. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with any of those jobs. What I'm saying is that for the long-term, in terms of creating a family and a lifestyle that Maybe you want, you know, a really nice house or something like that. Realistically, you cannot work those types of jobs and attain that lifestyle because it simply doesn't make enough. You understand? So you have to be very comfortable with a guy providing for you. And women, we are just very remarkable, okay? We can multitask. We can do so many different things, okay? Um, I think it's very important for us to realize that it's okay to let a man take the lead role. It's okay to be submissive. And if you do not feel comfortable being submissive, well, that means that you do not trust that man to take that role. That's all that that means. We all have different personalities. I've said this in, you know, uh, my last video that I'm, I too have a dominant personality, but the right guy around me 
I step into that feminine role because I feel safe. Like, ah, okay, he has it. He's got it. You understand what I'm saying? It doesn't make you weak. It doesn't mean we're going back and we're regressing in terms of our progress as women and we've come too far for this and that. No, that's not what it means. And people need to stop being so black and white with these types of things because that's not the case, okay? At the end of the day, we are meant to walk into our femininity and be soft and be nurturing. We shouldn't let life's experiences harden us. And on the refining journey, I think it's important to definitely step into that femininity. When you, you know, get dressed up and you do your makeup and you take pride in your appearance, it feels feels good. I I don't think people realize like it feels so good. I can't think of a time where I've dressed up and looked really nice and amazing, or at least I felt like I looked amazing (laughs) and I've been in a bad mood. It's just not really a thing. When you feel good and you look good, or when you look good, you definitely feel good. 100%. When you take care of your body, you're consistent in the gym, find an accountability partner angels. Find an accountability partner. When you are working out with someone and you actually take it serious, I'm not talking about every five seconds you're on Instagram showing that you have a drip of sweat down the side of your brow. Like, enough. I mean, actually be serious and work out. You're going to feel good. And someone that, you know, takes it just as serious as you do, or if not even more serious than you do, is somebody that you really want to hang out with. And use them as motivation and motivate one another because that's very important. Working out releases so many endorphins. It's so healthy for you. I don't think enough of us even realize that. It's very, very healthy for you. I think it's definitely important to incorporate that into your refinement journey because of the fact that you're going to look good. You're going to feel more confident. And that's where things are going to change for you. When you work out consistently, you actually naturally start to incorporate a routine. And I'm telling you this from the experience because I'm doing it right now, okay? I had such a busy day today. I spent about, I want to say four hours out of my day traveling alone, like just driving. You know, earlier I was where I was when I was visiting my friend and then I spent about four hours on the road. When I came back home, I was home for like an hour and a half before I went back to the gym Okay, then I came home and now I recorded this. (laughs) So I definitely had, you know, a, a, a pretty busy day. It may not have been as productive as I may have liked, but I mean, what was I supposed to do? I was traveling from, you know, point A to point B for the most part. But yes, okay, it's very important to me to incorporate this. I knew, okay, boom, I took four days off of working out. I'm not taking off more. Okay, I already pigged out. I stuffed my face and let's get back to the program now because I like it. No, 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 no. I love it. I love working out. I love being healthy. I love the journey. I love pushing my body. At this particular point, I've been consistent for over a month now working out legitimately every day. And I actually don't want to stop because I realize that even if it hurts, it doesn't hurt like it did when I first started. Pushing myself is so amazing just to see how much my body has improved just to see how much my life has improved, just to see how much I've created a routine from just working out alone. It makes me more productive. It makes me more accountable. Writing things down on my calendar, on my whiteboard, all of these things make a huge difference. And I really encourage you guys to actually do the same. I also want to note, the best revenge is to look good and do better. A lot of us 
really get caught into how do I get him to want me back and all this stuff like that. And in the beginning, we use these things as motivation. And you're not wrong for wanting to do that. You know what I mean? But the genuine best revenge is to actually just move on and not care. You know, you're not harboring hate. You're just indifferent. Indifferent. You don't care about it really at all. You don't have any harsh feelings about the situation. Okay, and I think that the minute that you realize your worth, you're going to shift your energy to attract people who respect your worth. But guess where it starts first? It starts with you. And your mindset is everything. Your mindset is everything as it pertains to wanting to be on this refinement journey. Your mindset is everything as it pertains to what you wear, what you consume, what your diet is. And that is, as we know, not only the food that we consume, but who we follow on Instagram. I never understood people who hate follow people. What is happening? Why do people follow people that they're constantly complaining about? Like, I genuinely don't understand that. For, like, I am not a type, I'm not the type of person that follows everyone back on Instagram personally, because I genuinely only follow people that I one personally know or that I'm extremely interested in seeing what you have to post. Like, I genuinely actually like you. I'm not the type of, I don't follow any celebrities unless if maybe they happen to follow me back because one, their profiles are public anyway. So I feel like if I wanted to see what they're doing, then I'm just going to go to their profile. You understand? But for me, I don't understand how people follow certain individuals, even celebrities. It doesn't even have to be anyone you personally know. And it's like, ugh, I can't stand this girl. Why is she doing this? Why is she Why is she doing that? And it's like, okay, but why are you following her? Like, if you have so much to say, why are you following this person? And your complaint, you, you do realize you can just press unfollow, right? And it's just like that. When people do things like that, it's like, uh, it's definitely a data point. It's like, so you like to do a lot of things that you genuinely don't like. Because that's, that's how I'm reading it, you know? It's just... It's so important to take that into account and just stop doing things that you don't genuinely enjoy. If you don't like someone, then just unfollow them. Like, it's really that simple. I really don't understand. Your mindset is everything because that's going to make this a more intentional process, okay? Which is what you need. You need to make this an intentional process. And why is mindset everything? Because you need to go where you're celebrated and not where you're tolerated. It's just that good and dry. We do too many things, you know, forcing ourselves on people, trying to make this work with this. And who cares? I don't care. It doesn't matter. And force yourself. A lot. Adulthood is a lot of wishing you could say this and doing this and being more mature and rising above the occasion and realizing, ah, it's not worth my reaction. That's what adulthood and maturity really, really boils down to. Okay. When you are refining yourself, you will understand that my respect is bigger than my feelings right now. I choose to maybe cry about this alone in private, hurt on my own, but I'm not going to let this dictate my life. I'm not going to let this control my life right now because I understand this individual does not want to be with me, okay? This girl does not want to be my friend. This guy does not really value me. That's why I'm confused right now. I'm asking a thousand of my friends their opinion on this subject when in reality, it's really just cut and dry. If he wanted to, he would, but he's not, okay? And even when we talk about different people, you know, back even to talking about gossiping. It's like, did you get money from that? Did you, were you paid? What, what, what's happened? Like, what did you gain from bringing another person down? Nothing. You didn't gain a thing. So what can you do? Use your energy 
better, okay? Use your energy better, you know? It is men's duty in general to make women feel safe and secure. Because why? This boils down to a primal instinct of, okay, I trust this person to protect me and my family. But if he can't do that, if he cannot protect and provide for my family, then what are we doing here? It's just like how guys, when they select women, they, you know, are usually aiming for women that look young, that have a youthful appearance. Because it shows fertility. These are not decisions that we are all the time making outright in our heads, but they are definitely subconscious and they're primal to us, okay? So you have to come to terms with the fact that you have to tell yourself, I don't care who thought what about who I used to be, because people will use your past against you. They need to respect the person that you have grown to be, period. And you also have to have this mindset that other women are not your competition. Stop with that. Stop with that. On the refining journey, you have to look at women like your sisters. Stand with them, not against them. Be a girl's girl. My All my friends know, all my friends know that I am a girl's girl, okay? Through and through, okay? I support women no matter what. I love, you know, I love people. I love people in general. And I never... I'm not a catty woman. You, that that type of behavior is unacceptable, ladies. Being super catty is, it's just, it's not a respectable quality to have angels. You don't want to be, girl, girl, did you see her shoot? Girl, what are those? Girl, I hurt. Like, wh- wh- we don't have time for it. I'm not saying here and there, little innocent chatter is, is the worst thing. But there's a difference between having a, a little innocent conversation versus Every time you are the friend that always has the tea, you're always in the know, you're always gossiping, you're always doing all this stuff, like you are just, you are, you have the wrong career. You need to work for the shade room or media takeout or something like that since you want to gossip so much. At least make money off of it, okay? And lastly, what I want to say, because I can talk about this literally forever, and I actually want to make a video on it too. I want to make a video on this subject, is to be a woman of substance. I always talk about this to be a woman of substance, okay? You cannot be an airhead. Quality men are not going to want you if everything, you're like, when you speak to certain women, it's like they don't have the ability to have an actual conversation. They are scared of phone calls, which confuses me, but they want quality guys. Like what they want makes no sense. They want, you know, they want a 27 year old billionaire who's never gonna, you know, cheat on them or anything like that and uh, cook them home cooked meals. Like obviously guys, this is a huge stretch. Like I'm not insinuating, you know, that this could be a reality, but I'm just saying you have to be um, balanced in your expectations. And I'm not saying lower your expectations by any means, but what I'm saying is You have to be a woman of substance to attract a quality man. That's the bottom line. You cannot be drinking excessively every single night and, you know, partying all day long, posting, you know, you're, you know, twerking on Instagram, you're doing all these things, but you want to find a wholesome guy who's going to eventually put a ring on it. It's not a thing. And I know you're thinking, but Aisha, strippers get engaged. Oh, but good for them. But for the most part, look at who they are with. It's one thing if that's your past. It's another thing if it's your present. Think about what it is that I just said. You can't complain about all guys suck, but then on close friends and on your Instagram, you're posting a bunch of different guys that you're with and everything like that. And 
you and you it's very clear that you have given up on people's opinions literally at all not saying that you should even really care about people's opinions all the time but it's very obvious here that you were operating out of hurt in order to be a woman of substance you need to have beauty and brains and it's very possible everyone has something that they are magnificent at be wholesome you know and and sophisticated and soft and feminine these are things that make you a woman of substance be nurturing okay don't let these things you know the the world harden your heart and turn you into someone that you're not don't don't follow the you know the trend and you're posting you know like every other typical ig model or whatever the case is just don't be who it is that's true to you that's my message okay be who it is that is true to you i think it's so important that we understand that you don't have to do everything that everyone else is doing. You genuinely don't, okay? So I think it's just very important, angels, to just be patient. You have to trust the process. You have to know that there will be highs and there will be lows, okay? Stay consistent. Stay consistent. My therapist told me that a body at rest stays at rest. A body in motion stays in motion. And it's also very important to delay gratification. These are the quotes that I live by daily to keep me productive. Because if you wake up every morning and you do nothing but head straight to Instagram and you're checking the shade room and all these gossip sites and everything like that, that's going to consume you. You know that that's not enlightening or uplifting content that's going to make you want to take the day on and be positive and things like that nothing about those types of things is going to make you want to be a you know a a quality person and a woman of substance okay you will be fine not knowing what every single celebrity is doing first thing when you wake up in the morning i promise you will be fine you have to learn how to spend time with yourself and enjoy your own company a lot of people are too bored with not wanting to learn themselves but then they want other people to be interested in them it's like they don't want to sit with themselves but they want to other people to be interested in them. Like, I, I've actually never understood that. Like, if I think I'm boring, then, like, why would another person want to date me? Like, I don't know. And and people might not think that they think they're boring, but they actually are. Because if that wasn't the case, I am sure that people would have a lot more solitude with themselves and learn to date themselves so that they can figure themselves out inside out. That's what's very, very important. Okay, if you don't do this, you're going to settle for less because you don't know your worth. You don't know you the way that you should. Okay, that's what it is at the end of the day. So, angels, I just want you to remember take care of yourself. Okay, be more feminine. Okay, be mindful of the things that you talk about, the things that you consume physically, emotionally, mentally. Okay, be a, be a woman of substance. All of these things. I want you to take this, take these tips with you, and remember them and incorporate them into your daily life. I want you to remember that a body at rest stays at rest. A body in motion stays in motion. Be productive. Okay, have a schedule. Delay gratification. If you know, okay, I'm going to give you a realistic example. I went to the gym. I really want to shower. I, If you know me personally, you know I'm very much into hygiene. I love showering. I love showering about two to three times a day, pretty much, honestly. I have to film for my podcast. So it's just like, hmm, I'm going to delay gratification here. And instead of showering, if I get my podcast done, then it's going to feel even better when I shower as opposed to... I'm taking my shower and then recording my podcast because after I shower, I'm going to want to relax. So little things like that. 
it's just like, okay, I have an extra 30 minutes left. Let me finish this, you know, video treatment. Then I'll get something to eat. You know, as long as I'm not like starving, you know, and emaciated, let me get something to eat as opposed to, ah, let me eat and then start to do this. It's like, I'm delaying that gratification so that I can complete the task, if that makes sense. So angels, I really hope that you guys have enjoyed this podcast. I love you so, so much. And I will speak to you guys in my next episode. Mm.